Hi, this is Dr. Homer Lim and you're listening to your Holistic Health Podcast. Our topic today would be on anxiety. Actually, it's not just anxiety. It's uh, anxiety, depression, you know, those uh, what we call psycho-emotional disorders. Okay, so as I'm sure you've seen or you've read a lot of posts about people suffering from anxiety and depression, especially here now during this time of pandemic. You know, because of this, our movement has been uh, limited. Our way of life has actually been disrupted, our, you know, normal way of life. So because of this, you know, a lot of people who are, you know, have some form of anxiety, they develop some form of uh, more anxiety. And of course, with anxiety developing or, you know, uh, it becomes more unmanageable to a lot of people. No? So what happens is they go into cycles of anxiety and then they feel helpless and they go to some form of depression. So it becomes then a parang a, a vicious cycle. So for those who have these issues, you know, I'm sure you're very, very familiar. But for those who are not aware or familiar with what really goes on to people who have anxiety or depression, and or depression, no? they have this lingering thought no? that not everything is not safe or they're not safe or, uh, you know, they have so many things that they are worrying about. So they worry about little things, you know, yun, what will I do if I lose money? What will I do if I lose my job? Or especially those who have no more jobs and what if all my savings will be, you know, uh, spent even before I get to, you know, get another job. So these are, these are normal forms of, you know, anxiety. A lot of people have this form of anxiety even as we speak. It's because of this, what's happening now in our, uh, you know, in our country and around the world. So, but, you know, in people who really have what we call the anxiety disorder, it becomes so severe, no? It's become so severe that they become paralyzed or they could not sleep or they cannot even function normally. They could not, they don't even want to go out of the house, right? Or they don't want even to eat, right? They cannot sleep because of that, you know, anxiety of that or depression. So, and this does not only applies to, you know, to old people, even the young, very young, even kids, in their teens do develop some forms of anxiety or depression okay so in kids who do develop these you know these symptoms no it's really good to seek professional help as soon as possible okay now how would you know if your kid okay is really having a hard time so once they change their their routine right they don't go out, they don't want to talk to you, they don't talk to their friends, or, you know, they just spend their time in the room, they don't go out. So these are already uh, danger signs that, uh, you know, it's getting worse. You know, they cannot manage those feelings or emotions. No? They could not handle it. So it's very important for you and, you know, for the parents to see and understand that uh, you need to do some form of intervention. Okay? So... 
But there are also other kids okay, who are very, very good in hiding their emotions, their thoughts, you know. So these are the ones that are really hard to catch, you know. Because as you might know, you know or you might have uh, come across with stories wherein suddenly, you know, you have uh, your friends or your, you know, your friend's son or daughter suddenly commit suicide without even showing any signs or symptoms of emotional or psychological disorder so these do happen okay so it's really uh, important to you know to just you know keep an eye on your family or your children uh, because sometimes it's really hard to you know to detect and until only when they're really at the very edge then you you know they they flip and then suddenly you you're faced with the you know with the problems of them wanting to end their life so it's very very important for us to realize and be open i mean we should not be even say oh that will never happen to my you know to my children so we have to keep that open mind no uh, just to make sure that uh, we we are you know Everybody will be safe, especially now in these uh, difficult times, okay? So, what are the things that we can do, especially if you have these forms of uh, emotional or psychological problems, okay? So, usually for patients who have anxiety, then we, we, we try to talk to them or we try to give something to calm their nerves, to calm their mind, slow their, you know, slow down their thoughts, not to make them to uh, what you call rummage through their own emotions no so it's very important to help these people with anxiety make sure that we are able to calm them down make them uh, sleep better okay so there are many ways we can do acupuncture you can do herbs or a combination some form of counseling meditation that would also help uh, in patients with anxiety or depression okay now one other treatment that uh, i think is very very effective and quite safe non-invasive is the use of what we call light therapy which is there's specific wavelengths now for anxiety for depression we can use what we call the yellow light so it's called what we call photobiomodulation which is using light okay certain wavelength now for those who have anxiety depression difficulty sleeping then we you can use the yellow wavelength which is very very good in calming them down make them sleep well make them more uh, relaxed and less likely to develop anxiety and depression no? Now I will read some questions from our listeners and answer them in this segment. So Gerald is asking hereditary is anxiety hereditary in some in some form of not just anxiety, no, there's really if there you have family history of depression and anxiety and or anxiety or what we call bipolar disorders, they do have some uh, genetic abnormalities, especially those who have uh, genetic abnormalities to um, what we call methylation or what we call um, there they have a different metabolism or different way of processing, uh, especially the B vitamins, no, the folic acid, so the folate. So some people do 
have the gene- gen- genetic forms of uh, depression or anxiety. But again, even though you're, you have that risk or that uh, likelihood because of the family history, uh, it doesn't become apparent until you get a trigger. So there are traumatic events in your life, then that could trigger that certain anxiety or depression. So in that automatic, if you have, if your family has a strong history of uh, bipolar or depression, it's not automatic. Uh, usually, you, you these people have what we call triggers that would trigger that anxiety or depression. So that's why it's very important to be able to deal uh, with with these um, triggers or life events that becomes traumatic. We are, if we are able to address that properly, then their anxiety and depression is easier to manage. Okay? Okay, Laura's asking, does chemical imbalances or what we call neurotransmitters? So Laura's uh, referring to neurotransmitters in the brain. So do you have chemicals in the brain is called neurotransmitters. Do they come before or after a what we call anxiety or depression? Actually, it could come before and most likely it is really in conjunction so people who have fears and depression normally they already have some form of neurotransmitter or neurochemical imbalance okay and then once stress is um, once you once they have stress then they have difficulty in sleeping then it becomes uh, manif- you know it, it becomes how do you say multiplied so the, the chemical imbalance becomes worse because of the poor sleep uh, you know they, they, they sleep in the morn uh, in the morning wake up in the evening so these things can make your neurotransmitter or chemical imbalances in the brain worse okay john asking how do you avoid thinking about fear of dying okay i think everybody has that certain fear of dying i mean it's because it's an instinct everybody has that innate instinct to be afraid of dying okay but of course in a certain group of people especially those who have seen uh, actual people dying or you know close family or close friend dying uh, you know quite suddenly dying without any clue you know with suddenly dying then they have this certain fear again it's an anxiety issue okay so you can't really avoid thinking but rather i would say you try to do some form of meditation or you try to talk to a professional counselor or a psychiatrist or psychologist to understand why suddenly you have this sudden uh, feeling or fear of dying you know that is you know causing so much uh, stress on the person so one way i would ask patients is to do some form of meditation so when we do meditations we act there are many forms of the meditation so one way of meditating is just to clear the mind close the eyes and then you know in a very nice quiet relaxed you know state in a room okay we ask them to try to close their eyes and not to think of anything to whatever thoughts that would come we just let it pass and try to empty the mind because that's one way of cutting off that circle of fear whether it's anxiety or fear from dying or losing one's job losing income so when we do meditation that's one way of breaking the vicious cycle but of course in some people you cannot do meditation so i would suggest you seek professional help okay okay are there any particular laura's asking any particular food 
or supplements that would help uh, with this condition. So not just food. There are, of course, foods that are what we call high in antioxidants, right? Foods that would increase your um, antioxidants, not only in the body, but in the brain. So this could be some herbs like your ashwagandha, your valerian, okay? For those who have depression, then you, you can take like essential oils that will help bring up your mood. So there are many, many ways actually to, to sort of adjust your um, emotions or psychological states by using also some form of aromatherapy, essential oil, and herbal products. Okay, so does environment play, of course, does environment play an important factor? Definitely especially now we're in a period of severe stress because of the limitation in our movement limitation in our uh, how we conduct ourselves uh, it, it has be, you know it has been disrupted so before we could go out you know without thinking of anything now we have to be wearing a mask you know face shield and you know alcohol every few minutes that that really adds up to uh so anxiety or, or what we call emotional stress so really environment more than genetics your environment not just your physical environment your emotional environment plays a huge role in your overall mental or emotional state so we have just to be aware and conscious of you know what are the things that you know triggers that certain anxiety or or fear you know? so once you're aware of it and you're able to address it then anxiety or fear or depression would somehow be more manageable no Okay, uh, Laura's asking, uh, can cinnamon help? Well, it could be, there are many uh, aromatherapy or essential oils that are really very good in um, lifting the, the mood or calming the mind, no? Without mentioning any specific, you know, specific products. Actually, you have to be aware of some of the essential oils are actually um, chemically made, not natural. So we have to be aware and conscious where we get these uh, aromatherapy oils, okay? Can triggers be toned down so they don't... Yeah, as I said, once we are able to recognize the trigger, what causes our anxiety, fear, depression, then then we're able to be able to uh, manage that certain emotion quite easily. So... Again, it's more of awareness. What's causing me to trigger? I I fear because you know I I don't want to lose my job, but I cannot go to work because there are no cars or no public transport. Therefore, I'm stuck at home. Then I'm gonna lose my job. So, how do you uh, manage that? Right? It's so hard to manage that. Honestly, it's really that's really the biggest problem of a lot of uh, Filipinos now. I I you know, and I feel very very bad for these people who are not who wants to go to work but could not work okay so how do you address that so the, the best way to address it is to find try okay try to find other sources of income so you won't be feeling stuck or what we call stuck or you know boxed in a situation that you know you don't want to be into so that's what you know, a lot of people are doing now you know because they could not go to work so they do some baking, cooking, you know, trying to sell stuff online. So these are things that would help, you know, would help 
assuage or you know lessen the anxiety or fear of you know being in a situation wherein you don't want to be in the first place right can our reactions yes uh, so Laura's asking can your reactions be modified to handle triggers again once we are aware what is the cause or the trigger then of course we can adjust how we react are we overreacting once we recognize we're just overreacting to this trigger because it has uh, you know it has triggered past emotions or past events so it, it becomes a trigger to those past events but once we recognize them then it'll be easier for us to understand that these triggers are artificial no, or these triggers is actually a reminder from our past experiences. So, but once we recognize that it's just a trigger, then our reactions will also be, can also be adjusted, right? Uh, Miss Merrill is asking, can Gotokola help? Actually, Gotokola is more, is really excellent for those who have poor memory. Okay. So if you have people of your, uh, family or friends who have poor memory your you know their blood circulation is the brain is not so good then you can do you can take some gotokola okay so miss johnny is asking once you started antidepressant drugs is it true that you need to continue it or else the condition or your repression would get worse okay most important thing is um, if you're taking antidepressants you cannot suddenly remove or stop taking it because that will, you will go into a rebound. So it's very, very important for us to uh, realize, okay, that, uh, you know, these antidepressant drugs can affect our uh, chemical imbalances in the brain. So once you remove it, you might go into a rebound, which is, which might become worse, okay? So do you need to continue it? Again, it depends on how well you are able to adapt or how well you're able to adjust your emotions once you are able to get over what we call the get over the hump so or you know get over the depression then definitely you can slowly or your doctor it should be your doctor who would you know slowly try to uh, uh, wean you out of the antidepressants but definitely please do not suddenly remove your, your medicine for anxiety or depression because it will be worse Okay, for you so do not do that okay so Mon is asking would there be unseen factors that contribute to our mental problems okay uh, very controversial especially for doctors but there there is in there are people who are very very much receptive sensitive to not only radiation whether it's from cell phones microwaves electrical gadgets there are also people who are actually very very sensitive to uh, what we call unseen or or changes in the electromagnetic field right so that's why you know if you have heard the word lunatic the lunatic is it's a word coming from moon because in some people, and it's true, it's true that uh, in in some people, because of the full moon, they, beco they become, you know, crazy or they become uh, not, the, not the usual person that they are. This, so these people are actually very sensitive to electromagnetic radiation or frequency. So there are certain people who are very um, sensitive to this so we have to understand that there are also unseen or you know unseen or untalked about factors that do contribute to anxiety and depression okay so francois asking uh, hormonal imbalance cause depression definitely especially in women who suddenly have 
what we call menopause, they do develop, suddenly they have developed anxiety, depression, and both, no? Men also, when they have a lack of testosterone, they become undecisive, okay? And then they go into some form of depression. So, do hormones do have uh, an impact on your psycho-emotional health, okay? So, just Johan asking, if you take an anticonvulsant medicine, can it cause depression? It's not actually depression. When you take anticonvulsant medicine, what it does, it, you know, try to slow your, uh, your brain's electrical activity. So, once your brain's electrical activity becomes slower, then it appears as if you are depressed, no? So, it does happen in some people wherein if they took, take anticonvulsants, they appear depressed, but they're not actually depressed. It's just the brain activity has actually slowed down. So it does. Yes, it does happen. So, but it's not, no, it's not really depression. It's just the anticonvulsant taking, uh, you know, trying to slow down brainwave activities. Okay. Electric shock do the trick. Actually, uh, in people who have severe depression, they do, uh, do what we call the electroconvulsive therapy. And it does have a very substantial impact. You know, people think, you know, doing a electroshock therapy is actually uh, very traumatic to the person. Actually, when they are on the electroconversive, they're already in, you know, sleeping. So when they're, they're actually, you know, sleeping. So they don't really feel any pain or discomfort when they're doing their shock. So actually, electroconvulsive therapy or what we call uh, ECT or shock therapy actually quite therapeutic in patients, especially in patients who have what we call uh, drug-resistant uh, depression. Okay. Uh, okay. Elaine's asking, can chocolates and banana help avoid depression? <laughs> I'm sure, you know, chocolates do, uh, in, especially in women who, who they, that's why, you know, a lot of women likes chocolate because it can, uh, it can actually improve their mood. Uh, banana, I really haven't heard of any, unless you really love banana, but I haven't really encountered anybody taking bananas to avoid depression. But definitely chocolates can increase your mood because it can increase your, uh, neurotransmitters, no? Especially your, uh, what called dopamine, no? Okay? And that's where you get the food high, no? Thank you for listening to your Holistic Health Podcast. This is Dr. Homer Lim. Now, if you do have questions about your health or you would like to request topics for our next podcast, please do message us at our FB page or Instagram at Akesis Holistic Health or you may visit our website at www.akesisholistic.com Thank you again and please do come back for our next episodes.